An exhibition on the Bloomington campus takes us to the other side of the world, where young Chinese feminists create public performances to protest gender discrimination. The photographs on view at the Wells Library document these displays. Hannah Boomershine reports. Above Ground, 40 Moments of Transformation is a photography exhibition of young feminist activism in China, curated by Chinese feminist activist Lu Pin. Pin first organized the exhibition in fall of 2015 at the Clemente Soto Velez Cultural and Educational Center in New York City before bringing it to Indiana University. The exhibit nicely showcases activism by a young generation of feminists in China. These are women who are in college, recent university graduates into their young 30s. That's Sarah Friedman, an Indiana University professor of gender studies and anthropology. Friedman says that the feminists featured in the exhibition are finding new ways to get their messages to the public. The show includes shots of these young women demonstrating in the streets and staging street theater as part of their efforts to smash beauty standards, fight sexual harassment, and celebrate marginalized groups. They have grown up in an era where state feminism is something that is rather unfamiliar to them. And it's exciting to me to see this generation using all kinds of different methods of activism, from street protests to photography and the internet and social media more broadly, to spread a message that challenges what they see as some serious and widespread forms of gender discrimination in Chinese society. One photograph in the exhibition depicts a college student smashing vases on September 16, 2012 in Wuhan, China, to protest her school's beauty contest. The photograph's caption states that in Chinese culture, the word vase is synonymous with eye candy. This young generation feminists, they, as we just discussed, you know, they have to adopt a kind of flexible, uh, innovative, uh, creative methods to challenge uh, sexist behaviors. That's Wang Zhang, who spoke at a roundtable event about the past, present, and future of feminist movements in China. Um, I'm a professor of women's studies and the history at University of Michigan. And also, I have been a long-time feminist activist in China. The exhibition just uh, captures some glimpse of their fights in the past. But this kind of fight is still going on. For people who don't know very much about the feminist movement in China, how would you compare it to the American feminist movement? I would say, like the feminist movement in the US, there are waves. Chinese feminism dates back to the late 19th and early 20th centuries, uh, but their feminist mission was deeply bound up in combating widespread forms of inequality across the country and promoting uh, a vision of China as a modern nation state. What you see as you move into the mid 20th century uh, with the rise of the Communist Party as the government of China after 1949 is a vision of, of what people have called socialist feminism, where uh, that feminist agenda gets uh, woven into the state. This youngest generation now that's represented in the exhibit, in some ways they're the beneficiaries of that 
earlier state feminism in terms of their educational opportunities. They're mostly urban young women. They, they are mostly beneficiaries of higher education. But they find now when they graduate from university and move out into the workforce that there are quite striking forms of gender discrimination that they face. And that's one of the topics that they've taken on is discrimination in education and employment. There are many other issues that these activists are taking on, though. One of the more prominent ones has been um, protests against domestic violence and raising awareness that domestic violence occurs and it occurs across sectors of society and that it is a concern and a problem that they want to be addressed more forcefully by the government and the legal system and the police as well as at a societal level. And they engaged in, in some rather stark acts in public, appearing in white wedding gowns with blood splattered or fake blood <laughs> splattered on them. Um, they also engaged in forms of public protest in support of a woman who had been sent to jail for murdering her husband after suffering years of, of abuse in her marriage. Several of the photographs in the exhibition document the first anti-domestic violence protest led by the group Chinese Young Feminist Activism on February 14, 2012. One picture, entitled Bloody Brides, depicts three young women standing in the business district of Beijing. Their faces are solemn and covered in fake bruises, and the white wedding dresses they wear are splattered with fake blood. The women hold signs reading, Equality, then Harmony. Violence doesn't belong to this region. And violence, are you still silent? Another issue Chinese feminists address is sexual harassment. Five women, called the Feminist Five, decided to protest this issue on March 7, 2015. This was a group of five women who were planning to protest on public transportation about sexual harassment. On the eve of International Women's Day, they were arrested uh, and all five taken to Beijing. and kept under arrest for, I think it was about 37 days. And there was a very concerted outcry of support from feminists around the world. A photograph in the exhibition shows women in Guangzhou, China, standing in a crosswalk. They each wear masks printed with images of each member of the Feminist Five. This message of solidarity was to advocate for the release of the Feminist Five. Similar actions of support emerge globally, Friedman says. There was a, a very powerful example of transnational feminist activism uh, encouraging the Chinese government to release them. Uh, they were ultimately released. However, the charges against them were not dropped, so they still operate in a, a kind of legal limbo. I think it's safe to say that their situation has not been resolved, and that intervention by the government has made it more difficult for feminists, in, individuals, and groups to uh, take public action. Where do you see the future of feminism 
in China? I think at the current moment, people might be somewhat pessimistic. On the other hand, I think the directions that feminist activism has been moving in are, are not dissimilar to what we see in the U.S. A lot of activity uh, utilizing the internet and social media. The photographs that are in the exhibit were intended to spread the message of these public street protests beyond their immediate environment. So not just limited to, to the people who happen to see them on the street or walk by, but to use the photographs uh, to spread the message more widely through the internet. And I think that will be a very powerful domain for feminists continuing into the future as well. Zhang hopes that visitors to the exhibition will recognize the ongoing struggles of Chinese women and find empowerment from their stories and photographs. Women all over the world, in most cases, still live in patriarchal societies in many, many countries, including the United States, right? So it is important for feminists all over the world to be informed of each other's struggles and also to be inspired by each other's brave struggles. For Chinese young feminists, they did not have much resources, they did not have official titles, they fight their fightings in a very tightly controlled political environment, and they risk their own safety to do this kind of fights. Hopefully, young students in this country will find empowerment from learning Chinese young feminists' struggles nowadays. For Cafe Indiana, I'm Hannah Boomershine. Above Ground, 40 Moments of Transformation is on view in the lobby of the Wells Library on the Bloomington campus through March 10th. You can see photos from the show at wfiu.org slash arts.